following program is produced by the Align in the Sound team. If you like what you hear, please stick around at the end of the show. To find out more, contact us and contribute towards a positive future. Hello, you're listening to Behind the Lines on 2XX Community Radio. I'm Kerry James. Where the forest meets the sea, the Daintree Cape Tribulation World Heritage Area is one of Australia's most well-recognised beauty spots, every year visited by countless travellers and nature lovers. It's the only place in Australia where, when driving, one can see the yellow Beware of Cassowaries road sign. But how accurate are these warnings? Less than a thousand of these giant birds are now said to remain. Today I'm talking to Calvin Davies, the Executive Officer of Rainforest Rescue, a not-for-profit organisation based in Brisbane. Hello, Calvin. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Very good, thanks. That's good. Will you tell us a little bit about what motivated you to start your organisation? Well, uh, in particular, in regard to the Daintree, what we came to know was that uh, in the 1980s, after they'd created the Daintree World Heritage National Park, a large rural residential subdivision uh, had already been created there and uh, approximately 1,100 properties were able to be developed for housing in what is the World Heritage Value Rainforest. So what we've got in the Daintree is we've got the World Heritage Area, the Daintree National Park, and inside the National Park, as it were, uh, is a lot of private property or freehold properties which are being developed for housing, and this has been going on for a few decades now. And, of course, this is uh, fragmenting the rainforest. It's allowing uh, people to build their houses and introduce weeds, exotic plants, and also cats and dogs into this very special place. Yeah, I was pretty surprised when I travelled there and it just seemed like it was kind of a bit of a suburb inside what I had thought was supposed to be a pretty special place. Yeah, well, most Australians are rather surprised to hear that the Daintree is not protected and uh, housing construction is going on there right now. Just in the last two weeks, we've uh, had reports of uh, two new clearings so that people can build their houses uh, right in the middle of the Daintree. And as you've mentioned, it's uh, home to the cassowary, or the southern cassowary, and there's uh, estimates that there's less than a 1,000 of them remaining in all of Australia. So the biggest threat to the cassowary is loss of habitat. So we really want to try and stop these uh, subdivisions or uh, buy back and protect as much of the rainforest as we can because it's freehold property at the moment and so people can develop and build their houses in some areas. What we're trying to do is uh, those people that do want to sell, we're trying to buy them and put those properties into a nature refuge. So you're working on that as well as trying to um, get some sort of legal safeguard for the forest itself, are you? Well, basically uh, we're always trying to improve the uh, level of protection in the Daintree and we've got a, a project where we're uh, working with uh, local and state and federal governments to consider the issue further. Uh, but of course when you've got those uh, freehold properties which are private and uh, privately owned, they can be developed and uh, we either need to, to get the, uh, the governments to change the, the, the rulings or the laws in relation to those developments or we have to compensate those uh, landholders by buying their properties when they want to sell them. So, yeah, we've basically been fundraising for about uh, the last seven or eight years and uh, people make contributions to us uh, through tax-deductible donations. When we've got we buy, we've got enough, we buy another property and we place it into a, uh, a protected nature reserve. So we've been fortunate to have the support of lots of people from all around Australia and uh, we've now purchased nine properties and uh, they're all protected and will never be developed. 
Mm. Are they big properties? Um, not necessarily. They're, they're, as I say, they're from the rural residential subdivision, so they're anything be between a couple of hectares and five and six hectares in size. Uh, we tend to try and buy the smaller properties because we can get uh, more properties for our money and what we're trying to do is stop the amount of development there. So the more properties we buy, the, the more developments we stop. Are they continuous or just higgledy-piggledy? Um, we've tried to buy the properties next to each other. We've created the Barelba Wildlife Corridor in Cow Bay where there's uh, five properties which we've purchased in a row and that basically uh, ensures that uh, there's the rainforest located between two isolated areas of the Daintree National Park is protected. So we've created a little corridor there. And we've also created another corridor in the Forest Creek area of the Daintree uh, by buying two properties which again uh, act as a corridor between two isolated areas of the National Park. Uh, the other properties we've purchased have either been uh, strategic for their uh, location, i.e. next to a national park or uh, or in one case uh, protecting uh, a particularly rare threatened species of fern. And uh, other than that, we're, we try to make sure that we're protecting the, uh, the cassowary by buying properties in the wildlife corridors or the designated or, or mapped areas where the, the cassowary is known to occur. And um, otherwise other threatened species like the Bennett's tree kangaroo. We've been trying to uh, target some properties to uh, purchase where they're known to occur as well. So you place them into government hands, do you, as a nature reserve? Or uh, What we do is um, the properties are purchased and they're kept with Rainforest Rescue, so we own them and protect them. And what we do is we uh, have them gazetted as a nature refuge in Queensland. Uh, the Queensland Government has a scheme where private landholders or organisations like ourselves can have our properties protected and have that gazetted through an act of the Queensland Parliament. So uh, you have to go through certain criteria, such as uh, assessing the um, conservation importance of your property. And once you've done that, we can uh, put in a submission to have it uh, gazetted as a nature refuge. So that means, means it'll be protected for all time. Okay. No one else can ever come along and um, develop it. But of course, we're intending to own it right into the future and look after it. This sounds to me like that um, Bush Heritage Fund. Is that uh, is that how you came by this idea? Or are you? Uh, well, the um, the concept of buying land and conserving it is one that's uh, very common in the United States. It's um, been going for many decades there, and so yes, the Bush Heritage Fund are, are onto that uh, concept and have been doing it in Australia for more than ten years. And um, they've purchased one property in the Daintree, and now they've moved on to purchasing other properties around Australia. So we're really focusing our uh, project on the Daintree and to keep on buying more and more properties there. Uh, what we've, we've uh, done is um, done a survey of the number of properties which are still threatened by development and over 100 properties are zoned for development in the Daintree and could have uh, houses built on them. So we feel there's uh, still a need to focus on the Daintree and to try and ensure that those uh, houses are never built in rainforest which is uh, one of the oldest rainforests in the world and has uh, over 120 threatened species found there. Uh, we think it's worth protecting and we know that uh, when people from all around Australia hear that it, it's still not uh, fully protected, uh, people do want to make donations to help us buy back the Daintree. So how can people do that? 
Well, the best way is to go to our website, which is rainforestrescue.org.au, and um, they can make a donation online. And, um, yeah, just for a few dollars, you'll be able to protect a, a square metre or two of the dane tree and uh, have it protected for all time. Okay, well, thanks for your time today, Calvin. It's a pleasure, and thanks for the opportunity to tell everyone about the dane tree and the buyback project. Well, good luck with it all. all right, thanks very much. Thank you. Bye. You have been listening to an episode of A Line in the Sound, the podcast made by Co-ops, Commons and Communities Canberra, Co-Canberra for short, the New Economy Network of Australia, or NINA, and Radio Behind the Lines from Community Radio 2XX 98.3 FM in Canberra, Australia. Co-Canberra is working towards a cooperative Commonwealth. Our work builds strong communities, extensive commons and a network of climate cooperatives. The New Economy Network of Australia is a network of individuals and organisations working to transform Australia's economic system so that achieving ecological health and social justice are the foundational principles and the primary objectives of the economic system. Behind the Lines has been running for well over 30 years on Canberra's oldest community radio station, 2XX. We do extended interviews with anyone who's trying to make the world a better place. All three are volunteer-run, so if you like what you heard on this episode, join us and become the media. To join up with the New Economy Network of Australia, sign up at neweconomy.org.au. To help out with Behind the Lines, or to help our editing team finish off a mountain of good Australian New Economy info, which includes editing training, contact us at behindthelines98.3 at gmail.com and see 2XXFM.org.au where you can subscribe, donate and volunteer to Australia's only alternative voice, Community Radio. If you're not in Canberra, there's definitely one near you. To help out with CoCanberra, contact us at info at cocanberra.org.au That's C-O-C-A-N-B-E-R-R-A dot org dot A-U or come along to our monthly meetups, which we share with Nina Canberra Regional Hub, where we explore any and all aspects of the new economy. Find out what we're up to at cocanberra.org.au. And finally, if you want to help fund me, Scotty, to go full-time with this and lots of other related work, look up LiberaPay, L-I-B-E-R-A-P-A-Y, and search for Community Supported Scotty. From there, you can find out about all my other projects and donate to help create a new appropriate economy. Thanks.